The Long Haul Podcast, America's Irish Voice. Interviews with inspiring immigrants, renowned Irish personalities, and discussions on all things Irish America. Presented by Michael Dorgan. Monster Rugby are hosting their annual fundraising dinner in New York this Thursday, October 5th. And while tickets are sold out, you can still grab a seat by becoming a patron of the club by emailing Driscoll at monsterrugby.ie. Welcome along to this week's edition of the Long Haul Podcast as we kick off our fall season. I'm absolutely delighted to have former Munster and Ireland player Donica O'Callaghan on the line from Ireland. Uh, Donica, thanks very much for coming on. Yeah, delighted. Thanks for having me involved, Michael. Jeannie, your uh, your accent has gone, fella. You absolutely... <laughs> when did you leave? I've been, American, leave? I've been Americanized. <laughs> you, you haven't at all. Your accent is, if anything, it's it's so typical of the Irish when they go to America. It gets stronger. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've heard that, yeah. <laughs> There's not many Cork yeah. people in New York, you see, so we have oh. to keep the, keep the slang going by... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. My um, my brother uh, went uh, uh, like most Irish people do. do when he finished his uh, trade, he went to Australia for yeah. I think it was in the, in total maybe eighteen months. But he came back with a Limerick accent. We never, <laughs> none of us could believe it. We were all expecting him to come away to sound like Al Short in Home and Away, and he came back sounding like one of the cranberries. I guess. <laughs> Anyway, Donica, thanks for coming on. You're on mainly to talk about um, next week. Monster are having a big dinner dance to, in Manhattan. A big dinner. It started in 2018. Uh, it's been a, a big success ever since. I think it was on, on 2018. It was actually at the 2018 when it was the, my first ever event I attended here in New York. Yeah. Um, I met you there, Rowan and O'Gara, yeah. McGovey, a couple of others. I think it was on in 2019 again, of course, broke for COVID and was on again last year. Um, it's been a huge success and you've been at it. Give me a lowdown on, uh, as to how important that dinner has been for Munster Rugby. Yeah, Michael, it's important on a number of fronts. One, and, and let's be honest about it, it's commercially very good. So the New York City Friends of Munster Rugby run this fundraiser and it allows money uh, money to come into Munster's grassroots section of the game. So we all see the professional side of it, and that's the bit that we all aspire and look to be like. But there's a massive wave in uh, underneath all that that just teaches kids, boys and girls, to love the game. So what, what the dinner allows is to resource those uh, rugby development officers, the, the regional officers that actually go down on the ground in Cork, Limerick, Clare, and give back and give time. And we're we're lucky in Ireland, and you'd probably see it over there with the amount of GA clubs. Irish people are brilliant at volunteering their time. They will give up so much time to help. We love to represent. We love to show where we're from. But they do need tools in place, like how to run a session, how to run a club. And that's what Munster does in, in the club game. And then as a byproduct of it, Michael, we produce great players that go on and play for Munster but that isn't the ambition at the very start of course we always want to produce a, a Keith Earls or a Conor Murray or a Peter O'Mahony that's the dream but they'll come out of people loving the game and look um, Munster's really different um, it's like 
the best way Laurie Fisher, an old coach, explained it to me, and it took him going to an All Ireland, uh, or sorry, Munster final between Clare and Tipperary before he copped it. He was there. He actually don't like each other at all, but when you come together for Munster, it's something different. And I think if you understand, if you understand GA in 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 Munster, you you get why we pull together. So. And um, that's one of the main reasons is commercially. Also, we know Munster has a massive reach, you know, like and, and look, we probably play small to it an awful lot. But we have, like yourself, Munster men and women in all parts of the world that we need to stay connected with. And it's very important for them as well. It's our identity. It's where we're from. And it's making sure that we never forget that um, and that we we have a presence there while also leaving a legacy so uh, you know Colin McMahon will come out they'll provide coaching hours for the coaches and I think we're all we're all enjoying the Rugby World Cup at the moment but it's disappointing the USA aren't there you know and I, I think there's a responsibility on everyone outside it to try to raise the standard of of all the countries so that's really important Colin McMahon and his coaching set up and everyone in the domestic game will go out and spend time on the ground um, in in New York this time round, but also around a few of the colleges, giving back and making sure that the great the game improves a little bit and gets better as well. So, like, and as well, any occasion, like, to be fair, you know what I mean? If you can get Irish people into the room, why yeah. not have a laugh in a brilliant place like New York? And, look, we've always had brilliant nights. You mentioned that night. I remember that. That was wild. And they always seem to be a bit crazy because... I think everyone everyone loves to show where we're from and what we're about. And I think uh, the kind of Munster rugby jersey allows us to do that a little bit. I've always found my best performances haven't been because of talent. They've been about caring. And I think Munster people love to show that where we're from and how much we care about it. And look, the dinner gives that opportunity. Yeah, it was a great, great atmosphere that night. <laughs> I think it was the first time that the, that 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 you all got together after about ten years after winning the European Cup, and there was a lot of reminiscing going on. Uh, it was great, great camaraderie. Was, it, you could see. <laughs> you were right, Michael. You nailed it. You were enjoying yourself that night, anyway. We, 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 tell you that we, much. <laughs> we were having great fun. We were having great fun. And it, you know what? You're right. Normally, we catch up, and unfortunately, over the last while, it has been for tragic reasons or disappointment reasons and you catch up with different things but to spend time in each other's company and you're right reminisce and I, I, I remember that night because I think Raj sang Lady in Red and it, like, it brought the house down you know yeah, what I mean yeah. who would have thought Ron Nogara would have been <laughs> number so yeah, yeah it was good fun so do you know um, I, I can cut this note do you know who's going yeah. to be at next week's dinner dance uh, I, I'm, I'm not too sure I'm okay. not too sure I, I, I'll be honest with you Michael normally there is uh, there's a road to, to get on it I know that an awful lot of lads are mad keen to go but there's only a certain amount of spots yeah. What I've noticed, though, myself and Peter Stringer have noticed, normally we're good for different events, but this one does involve a social side of it. And as two non-drinkers, I think we're down on the substitution. <laughs> you, need, uh, you need the old school lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going, keep going. But um, I know it's one of the ones that when uh, Munster Rugby bring it up to the past players, they're all so keen to get out and get involved. 
Yeah, so fantastic. So I know it's sold out and the only way of getting a ticket next week is there's a few tickets. Marco Driscoll there who's in charge of the patron programme uh, with Munster has got a few seats remaining. Uh, will you explain to me uh, what that's about? And uh, Mark was saying that if anyone is interested in becoming a patron, they can get in touch with him and there's a few uh, tables av- or a few seats available at his table for the, the dinner next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, Michael, I'll explain the, the easiest way I know how, it, like, since uh, you see it probably more than anyone, uh, sport has become incredibly professional and the difference in acceleration in teams, and, and I hate saying that, but it is, it's funding. It's having the ability, like, I, I, I hate to make four examples, but we look at Man City, you look at Newcastle in, in soccer and yeah. different sports. But if you have good revenues outside the game it allows you to let leave it uh, fall onto the pitch in ways and that's where Munster probably if we put our hands up we were a little bit behind we were massively successful in kind of 06 and 08 but what was happening was there was a wave of of money coming into the game and to be fair if you look at some of the teams probably that won um, since 08, uh, you know, they've been heavily backed and resourced. And Munster has a totally different approach to how we go about that. We don't look to certain individuals to, we look to try to keep the essence of what our club's about. And ours is all about community. So we look, um, we're really privileged to have patrons. These are people that come and and to be fair, they can, afford to give a, uh, a, a bit every year towards the development, not only towards the community game, but they also help to source uh, and look after young academy players going into maybe the development phase of the academy. So, um, yeah, we're lucky to have 70 at the moment and they, they put funding into uh, Munster Rugby to allow us, one, to look after the grassroots, but also to... Um, try to develop the next Alex Cadellan or you know um, uh, Thomas O'Hearn, fantastic players that are coming through. Monster is very different. It, 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 I, I feel bad saying this. We don't want a broad net. We want local homegrown boys and girls yeah. to represent where they're from. But then we do want to help support them. I was lucky enough when I played, we had the likes of Jim Williams, John Langford, I know they mightn't be household names or everyone in the room, but they brought a real professionalism to our setup. And then, uh, look, we were able to get players like Doug Howlett and, you know, Christian Cullen that just, they bring you on a level. When you've guys like that around your environment, uh, they help you to perform better. But that is the professional side of the game. And that's up to Graham Rowntree to look after. What's very important for everyone in Munster is that we make sure we look after our academy, our young boys and girls, and also our community game, which is the essence of it. That's how we keep keep uh, rugby alive in, 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 in Munster and keep producing. But, uh, you know, it, we're thankful to our patrons because... Unfortunately, we were a little bit slow to the breakdown on it and straight away there was a push in terms of funding outside it. So uh, this is our way of doing it in a completely monster type fashion that it is. It's a bit from a lot as opposed to uh, one or two individuals that probably 
um, it's very much of the community and it's what we're about. And if you're a patron, then you'd get to follow those core core multiplayers like as they progress through the ranks in monsters. That's the yeah, kind of... yeah, yeah. We're absolutely lucky. Look, I'll be honest with you. It's for all the world. It is a philanthropic ask. We're asking these people to contribute without getting a whole lot out of it, and all they need to know is that the next generation are coming. But it, it's brilliant when it all aligns. And I, look, I might sound biased, but it's brilliant that like with the, the current uh, coaching group, and I have to mention Graham Rowntree, he has started to bring on these young players and he started giving them more game time and he started backing them. And look, what we saw with the URC in the last while is that, um, you know, when you you you, you back young fellas and you take time and give them incredible coaching that they can go beyond themselves so yeah it's uh it, it is harsh to you know what i mean it's not it's not a bells and whistles ask it it mm. very much is a philanthropic ask for people to support in the grassroots level and what they're buying is time they're buying time for rdos and regional development officers to be on the ground in places like waterford kerry tipperary to try to bring the next wave through. We, we'd all love to see the next wave coming through, but if a girl or boy is leaving a, a training session in Waterford after having a brilliant time, that's important too. So it's, yeah. it's trying to get the balance in it. That, of course, we all want the you know the high performance side of it, but love of the game is the most important thing. Yeah, and it's an exciting time to be involved with Munster after last year's success on, on the pitch. On, on the yes, field. it's it's here. Oh, yeah, man, sure. I'm up at the high performance centre. Look at that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I shouldn't go off camera. Look at the weight of it. Oh, There's face. <laughs> the URC. Lift it up. There you go. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what. Uh, that's what the lads did all the hard work for yeah. last year. Uh, sorry, sorry, that was a no yeah. problem. And I yeah, think yeah. I, I think it might be in town next week if I'm not mistaken. I think it's going to be. I'll be honest with you, though. You'd need someone big. You'd need someone like Horsey <laughs> Simon or Peter O'Mahony to carry it around. It is an incredible way. But anyone that's around, do take time. We'd love to show it off. We're really proud of it. It was hard won this year. I think look, I'm outside it now, but. <clears throat> All I ever want from a Munster team or any be it any team I support is go out and reflect where we're from. And I must say, the last eight weeks of Munster on the road against Leinster, against Glasgow, going to South Africa, it was just it was brilliant. Uh, it was just you know, there's um, there's things your your club teaches. You know what I mean? And Munster's one of those clubs. You know, a hundred percent. It's never easy. It's always a roller coaster. But when it goes right in moments like that, it makes you really proud. Yeah, it's got that local feel, like Monster, as you as you touched on earlier. Like it's almost like the, it's almost like the GA in, in a sense. You know, the parish. It's 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 a wider parish. The whole of Monster there, and you really get that sense of community with the yeah. whole Monster brand. Very important, Michael. It really is. Like I'll be honest with you, it, it, you know it. In Cork, if you're talented, you play hurling or football, and then if you're not bad after that, you might play soccer. Back in the day, like you, you played rugby. It meant you were shit at all of those. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it, it is, it is an avenue for us to express where we're from. Yeah. And like I, I know we're all we're loving the moments of in with Ireland now in the World Cup. And if we go back as far as the South Africa game and the Cranberries and Zombie coming on, 
But that that's a, that's a yeah. look into our, for me, personally speaking, but uh, I think that's where you get to reveal your DNA a little bit and just show where you're from. And that's our voice on the world stage. So they're incredible moments, but, you know, they, they all start small. Like yeah. where that launched was Munster versus Toulouse in the European Cup semi-final in the Aviva. And unfortunately, it's a song on a disappointing day. Munster didn't advance yeah. after a penalty shootout and kicks. But like all, every Irish thing, out of some disappointment, we've a way of turning it on its head and nearly relishing getting back and, and, and showing that when we're on top, we're yeah. well able to sing it as well. Absolutely. And once they're on a crest of a wave, now what do you think is going to be, what does next season hold? Uh, the URC was, I think, the first major title in 12 years. It was yeah. a bit of a barren spell. Seems, seems to be on the up and up now. Is there a chance that uh, the Euro- European Cup victory is in, uh, is in sight? Yeah, yeah. Look, Michael, you're 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 saying nothing that we would never say before. Of course, the URC. We always want to be competitive week in, week out. But there is a love for Europe. Munster mm. love Europe. And look, I, I I I'm harsh and biased, but I think we've actually helped to accelerate that competition. That uh, people see our supporters, our fans, how we conduct ourselves around it, and they know that you know what I mean. I think Munster has helped lift the level for European Cup rugby. Of course, it's been disappointed. We probably haven't been at the uh, the business end of it like we would have liked. But like you said there with the URC last year, and for me, more importantly, with this coaching group, I think Graham Rountree's done an incredible job. I think he's bringing through a, a group of young players. He's also, like all good leaders, he's surrounded himself with incredible men. The likes of um, Mike Prendergast, Dennis Leamy, Andy Karuaku, these are guys I've played with them. I know what they're all about. They set standards and they're challenging and they'll challenge him. So, yeah, I I, I think, you know, it was it was a really disappointing uh, few years. Last year was magic, but I think you're like every Munster supporter. Year in, year out, we need to be at the business end. And I think with this current coaching group and group of players, we're certainly at the level to get back up there. Yeah, we need to rein in those Leinster lads, don't we? They're getting ahead of don't, themselves. <laughs> I'll be honest, we, we never, we never, Michael, we never bother ourselves about Leinster. But I, what I what I like now is that we're we're worrying about ourselves again, and that's maybe that's where we went away a little bit. We started chasing, whereas I feel under Graham, it is how good can this Munster team be, and and not to set the standards off anyone else, but purely set them off us and look. I'll be honest, I was lucky enough to be in two Munster successful teams and and that's what it was always about. We we were competing with ourselves and at the moment under Graham and with this group of players and management, it feels like we're back to that, back to the lads competing, being tough on each other. They're super fit. Uh, what they did at the end of last year showed they've character to boot, but they're they're bare minimums when you're lucky enough to put on a red jersey. Yeah. And Graham has signed a contract extension I was seeing until 2026, so that gives... Uh... He's committed to the cause. Super. And uh, Michael, do you know what that does as well? That puts guys at ease as well because you know the direction. And also, maybe it isn't for you. You know, maybe you're a coach in the set or a player in the setup and you know maybe he favours someone else. So you can start kind of making plans or you have to tailor around it. But yeah, I always felt from a player's point of view, it's always great if you know. Okay, this is the man that's going to be deciding on my future for the next two years, and 
to be fair, he's been brilliant in his man and management of the players. He's uh, I was lucky enough to play against him a number of times, but I also toured with him as a player in 2005, and then he was my coach in 2009. And look, I'm not surprised we're getting the type of results under him. He's a man of character. He's a man of hard work. And he it, it's so really rare that it, I, I know this sounds mad, but to see an Englishman in there and to fit so right, he fits so right with what we're about. Um, it, it's great. Brilliant. And just uh, before I let you go, um, I saw you on the late, late last week. You were over in France, swamped in a sea of green. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I don't think the late, late accounted for the fact that France was an hour ahead and they wanted to go over there at 11 o'clock at night. Irish supporters, like us all, Michael, we've been watching it, but everyone was chatting about the amount of Irish that were leaving from Ireland, but everyone forgot about people leaving from the States, people coming in from Hong Kong. It just became a melting pot of Irish. I'm honestly convinced they're saying there was 30,000. There was definitely way more. And it was it was brilliant. Do you know what? I always get uh, one thing I'm, I'm regretful, Michael. I wish I'd seen this while I was playing because you've no idea how sport and how it can lift people around the place. I, I didn't know that. I was really selfish. I was just worried about my job. But now I notice it from my friends, my family. The Irish team reflect us. And when they mm. perform well, mm. when Munster perform well, when Cork perform well, any of the... Uh, the counties, whoever you're, wherever you're from, it's it's like you get to stick your chest out, isn't it? Yeah. And show where we're from, and 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 you'd know that. But in anyone, when you go a, a, abroad for a little bit of time, it makes you incredibly patriotic, it makes you incredibly proud. And then when you get to show it off, you're 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 nearly thankful. Absolutely, hundred percent. And tell me, are we, like we're all, we're all on on edge here now. We're all confident. Yeah. We're we're trying to balance between overconfident and you know just. Yeah, being composed. Where? What are the biggest challenges now that that this Irish team faces leading into the, the Scotland game next week, and then the knockout stages? What What are the some of the immediate challenges that you think that they face? Yeah, I think. Look, if you go technically into the game, there's a few areas to be improved. The South African game was box office, to be mm. fair, but we we probably faltered on. Uh, a number of lineouts. I think we'd lost four in the opening kind of 20 minutes, which isn't ideal. So that definitely needs shoring up. Um, I'll be honest with you, Michael, it's difficult. It really, really is very hard. Like everyone, if we were uh, put in a big performance against Scotland, who I'll be honest with you, Scotland won't fear us in the slightest. You know what I mean? A bit like ourselves, fellow Celts, we're flying high at the moment. You'd love the chance to take the scalp. So they'll exactly be like that. So that isn't a given. And then going, if we're lucky enough to advance into quarterfinals, you either play um, France or New Zealand. And I'll be honest with you, like part of me feels bad because this draw is so lopsided. You know what I mean? I look at, I look at the English and the Welsh snaking off the other side. <laughs> nearly as handy getting into it. But Look, a little bit will come down to on the day. And I know I know Irish people at the moment are probably saying, out of those two quarterfinals, if we were to get, if we're lucky enough to make them, if we were to get to New Zealand, that would be great. And part of me starts shuddering. <laughs> yeah. because, like, you know, the All Blacks, to be fair, when we talk about tradition, history, they've always set the standard in rugby. So 
Look, what this Irish team are attempting to do is incredibly hard. We're so, so proud of them. And my only fear, Michael, is I, I think if it wasn't to go the way of, of, of winning it, I think they would absolutely be berated and everyone would be really tough on them. But we didn't get to enjoy the high of knowing that at our four-choice sport, we're the best team in the world over yeah. the last 18 months. So, look, you know better than anyone, it's all on the day and we have to bring brilliant performances. If I was to answer your question, it's to stay on it. It's to stay on it. But it is, it's difficult because we're going to come up against some of the greatest teams. I actually think it would be one of uh, Ireland's greatest sporting moments if it was to, to bounce the way it is. And even, I'll be honest, making even semi-finals at that point, oh yeah, I think it's a bit of a goal. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to jinx <laughs> that's, it. That's the thing, that's the thing, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Do you want to get too ahead of ourselves? Like, but you no, know, we are no. confident. We are uh, the world's number one, you know, so it's you know, a lot, yeah. lot, lot of lads showing us, but they seem to be taking all in their stride. And do you know what, Michael? It's a brilliant thing now that we do embrace that. I mean, you, you remember growing up, it was never to say you're good. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, to be fair, we are, we're, yeah. we're a decent team. We know it. I think Farrell and again, that coaching group have done a brilliant job. But also that, it, it, I call them nearly lieutenants. The likes of Johnny Sexton, Peter O'Mahony, Ian Henderson, just to keep this group so hungry. Like after the South African game, uh, first thing out of Johnny was, look, we've had big pool games before, but we haven't gone any further after that. So we're mm. keeping on it. So I just thought really honest. Um, and yeah, I, I, look, it, it's mad. I'm watching it purely as a supporter now, but I would love it. I'm telling you, I would love it if we could keep going, keep yeah. going. Uh, sounds fantastic. Incredible. Yeah. Will you be going back over to France for the rest of it? Or you, or um, I'm not I'm not going over for the Scotland match and then hopefully there's a game after that. There there, there could potentially be something to head over yeah. to. So um obviously I missed out on the trip to New York. I'm gutter about that. I know that'll be a great <laughs> night. So but like that's the beautiful thing about the game. It's just gets to travel, you get to meet new people, have brilliant experiences. So uh yeah, but I um I, I watch it now with my kids at home and honestly I burst with pride. I really do that and I wish I'd seen that. I wish I'd seen that because you just think that's normal. Like I used to look at people banging the bus when we were driving down to the Viva or even brilliant days when we got to play in Crow Park. And you're on the bus, right? And they're like, they would rip off their arm to be on the bus. And you're looking at them having a few points with their bodies going, ye look, what, <laughs> what I wouldn't give to be off the bus. So, but um, you were yeah. focused on the job at hand, you know. It's <laughs> that's, kinda, that's, it. <laughs> that's it, that's it. Oh, incredible. Um, and you'll be watching with your your kids. And I, I have to give a shout out. You said that they're playing with my club, Nemo Rangers. <laughs> yes, they're playing with Nemo Rangers. I'm a, I'm, I'm a Balanas big boy. I'm from Bishopstone. And uh, our kids are going to school in Ballinlock. So the, the we're actually, this this you're going to get cross with me here now, but we're actually living in Douglas, but all their <laughs> friends are playing in Nemo. And I don't have, maybe the parochial and club loyalty like I should maybe yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. in the rugby mind I'm there putting them in where their buddies are so they go down to Nemo but my very uh, their very their very first blitz Michael their first blitz was against Bishopstone and I'll never forget it I met Brian Cuppert who you oh, probably yeah. know great yeah. Bishopstone man I met him on the way and I've never seen a guy so disappointed he was like ah daughters give us a break Seven minutes out the link, and they could be playing with Bishop. So, 
Sure, bishops don't ever win anything. <laughs> don't start, don't start. You're going to start a war. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Very good. So anyway, if any, uh, uh, the dinner is next week. Uh, it's sold out. But if anyone wants to get in touch about being a patron, uh, uh, get in touch with me here. I, I leave Mark's details below. There's a couple of uh, tables available. The URC trophy will be there and it's guaranteed to be a big night. And if you want to become a patron regardless, uh, there is a lot to give to, to Munster and there's a lot to get back to see how uh, players will develop over the course of their career. And hopefully we'll get that uh, European Cup victory soon enough. Donica, yeah. thanks very much for coming on. I really appreciate your time. Not at all. Always glad to. And keep going, Michael. So proud of you and everyone out there. Remember, we all, we're all rowing for you and that's the brilliant thing about kind of Munster and sport. We can all tied together around it so keep going yeah. lads keep going absolutely actually sport sport really I don't know I'm finished sport really bonds us here there isn't a yeah. whole lot of rugby's play, but the GA is just yeah. a, a, a place there where we all meet in Gaelic Park and you get to meet the Irish and it's more Irish it's Irish and GA but it's like we all we all get behind each other support each other we're out here on our own there's no one else yeah. so it's really the Irish community is very strong here so thanks very much John again yeah. hopefully we'll we see you here at next year's we yeah, right. exactly. Stay strong. And that's it for this episode. I plan on getting some more monster-related videos later this week, so stay tuned for that. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider forwarding the link to friends and family. And if you are interested in becoming a patron with Monster, please email Marco Driscoll at monsterrubby.ie or check out the details in the description below. Slongafall and thanks for listening. New York girls, can you dance the polka to me? Why you Santi, my dear Annie? Oh, you New York girls, can you dance the polka?